What up, what up, what up? You're now tuned in to the Progression Podcast. I'm your host, 007 Man, and I'm so glad, so grateful to be back in the place with you, back in the building like we used to say back in the days, you know. So it's been a great week, great month, great year, great day, great hour, and it's all God-given, and I'm glad. Jesus gave me the chance to be with you here today, and I will honor him. I will praise him. Man, shout outs to everybody out there that have subscribed to the podcast, man, and subscribe to everything that's about Jesus Christ, man. We in there. Man, we ain't scared to say it, man. We live for Jesus Christ, and that's what we do, right? I'm so successful because I live for him. My every being, my every move is for him. And that's why I do this, right? So I want to get it started. I want to get it cracking. Like they say, you know, want to get it cracking with our new thing. Our new thing is talking, talking yourself out of a miracle. Talking yourself out of a miracle, right? So I want to tell y'all, first of all, you're dealing with the real thing is this is a progression podcast i'm trying to get my stuff right the progression podcast right we speak liberation education and elevation i was liberated from the street life educated in the prison system and i was elevated once i gave my life to jesus christ and you can be elevated too understand that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become brand new. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, I'll say it again. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become brand new. Talking yourself out of a miracle. Talking yourself out of a miracle. It sounds so silly, but we do it all the time, man. You wouldn't even know how many times we talk ourselves out of a miracle. The miracle is waiting to happen for us, man. Jesus Christ, God is trying to give us the miracle, but we talk ourselves right out of it because, I don't know, it's just something in us that, that really don't want the miracle, I guess, right? So a lot of times we don't want to be put in a position to need a miracle, but God is trying to give us a miracle, right? So I want to go to my scripture that I'm going to use for this one. This is in Zechariah 4 and 10. Do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Do not despise these small beginnings. Now, a lot of people say this all the time. This is one of the, cliche-ish, they call it, uh, uh, don't despise small beginnings. This is in Zechariah, Zechariah 4 and 10. Don't despise small beginnings. You know, never despise small beginnings. But this is the most important part of that scripture. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Not the ending. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to rejoice a lot to see the end results of something, right? But he wants to see you begin. He rejoices just to see somebody take that step, man. Take that step and say, wow, my boy, he trying. My boy, he out there, he trying. That's the train back there. He trying. And not just sitting around and, and twirling his thumbs or twirling his, his, his feet. 
he really trying, he making the move, right? Zechariah 4.10, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Uh, a guy was building the temple back, you know what I'm saying? They was building the temple back in the days, you know what I'm saying? And God was loving to see how people was coming together trying to build that temple, right? Now, I want to go back to what I'm saying, talking yourself out of a miracle. Talking yourself out of memory. Now, God loves to see the work begin. Talking yourself out of a miracle. I'm going to tell you why a lot of us fail. I'm going to give you the root of it. An identity crisis. We suffer from an identity crisis. Where I was from, where I'm from in Fifth Ward, man, we really had a identity we didn't know who we were, what we were, and how far we could go because we didn't have the examples that we were supposed to have. Like I told people, like I always tell people, my first signs of success was not your Fortune 500 company owners. My first sign of success was a dude on the corner selling the dope. So I thought that was success. Now I used to see the Cosby show and I used to see they had a lawyer for a mom and a doctor, a surgeon for a, a dad, and they lived in a brownstone in New York. I didn't see that visually outside, and I didn't live that way, so I didn't feel like that was um, – I didn't feel like that was real. I just felt like now good times, I felt like that was real. Uh, Malona, JJ, uh, all them people, I felt like that was real. Uh, they daddy couldn't keep a job, kept getting uh messed up. Uh, Florida, she tried to do right by Jesus Christ, and you know it was it was a lot of things in there that I I was you know parallel with, but I didn't think the Cosby Show was real. So I had an identity crisis. I didn't know who I was or what I was. Right. I know I was a boy from Fifth Ward, a little boy that was growing up in the hood. I just didn't know my potential or who I could be, right? So identity crisis. Identity crisis, a period of uncertainty or confusion in a person's life. A period of uncertainty or confusion in a person's life, right? It's confusing when I see people say, do the right thing. Do the right thing and, and you'll go far. But then I see some people doing the right thing and they're in poverty. And I'm like, oh, man, how can I be in poverty when I'm doing the right thing? So it makes me, it pushes me to do the wrong thing because I see the people that's doing the wrong thing, they're not in poverty. They're doing good. It looks like they're having cars, they're having money. They're doing good. And, and looks can be deceiving what I thought, what I saw. Looks can be deceiving because the heart can be decrepit. The inside of a man can be decrepit and the outside may look good. It may look fancy. It may look live. Oh, but you don't know. You could be rolling in a Rolls Royce and about to go off a cliff. Your life is worth more than what you think. You don't know who you are. Young man, you're a king. You don't know who you are, young lady. You're a queen. And we're going to teach you as such and treat you as such. We're going to tell you now. 
One way to do that, one way to do that is to capture thoughts of negativity. Capture thoughts of negativity. Now, I got a thing when I, I like to say when I capture a thought, because my thoughts, man, they used to be so messed up and I'd be thinking stuff that I shouldn't be thinking. And and to tell you the truth, and I'm going to be real with you, I used to think of robbing all the time. I got robbed when I was young, when I was 15. So I guess it did something to me. And I, I took on that persona like they did it so easily. So I'm going to do it. And so robbing was something that I liked to do. Well, that wasn't nothing that I liked to do, but it was something I thought I was good at. I thought I was good at. And so I was supposed to take those, catch those thoughts, man, and then bundle them up. Now, I I look at these thoughts, capturing these thoughts like this. Down in Texas, in Houston, Texas, we have a rodeo. And at that rodeo, these kids, they have this thing. Not kids, the grown-ups too. The adults have this thing where they wrestle these uh, cows. You know what I'm saying? They let the little cow come out. Boom, he start running. And then a person comes around with a rope, and he, room, he misses it. Room, boom, he finds against it. He catches it. He gets down on that man. He tackles it, and he ropes it up, ties it up. That's how my thoughts have to be. When I have those negative thoughts, man, I got to rustle them mugs up, though. I got to, whoo, get that lasso, whoo, and hit it. Because, man, I can't keep letting it run around. Like, it runs around in that pen. You see it on the rodeo. I can't let it run around in my head because if I let it run around in my head too long, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. I can't let it run around my head too long, man. So what I what I really want to talk to you about, see, some people are texting. I think that's that thread that we have. But, hey, man, I really want to talk to you about this. Taking advantage of a chance. Taking advantage of a chance. Now, when I say taking advantage of a chance, it really means like sometimes some people give you chances that you don't recognize that you can take and man, it can catapult you to the, to where you want to be. Right. When I was in school, it was a man that came to my school and I never forget. He was from Enron, right? He was in, from Enron. He started telling us about cell phones and cell phones, were, were brand new at that time. And I was at Wheatley High School. It was brand new at that time. And so he set a whole bunch of cell phones on the counter, right? And so he had these cell phones. He was telling us, hey, man, this is the new wave of the future. This is what's going on. This is the new thing. We really didn't know. We didn't have cell phones like that in Houston. We In Fifth Ward, we had beepers. And we knew what those was, you know what I'm saying? But cell phones, we kind of knew what they were because we saw them on TV. But my thuggish, rugged self, I stole one of the phones, right? And then I left one of the phones out the classroom, you know what I'm saying? And it was on. It was working. But then they cut it off like in an hour, you know? And I just had a phone for nothing, you know? I think I was about 15 years old. I still think of that stupid stuff that I did back then. But understand this, understand this, that man, if I would have been listening to that man about the technology that was coming out, I probably had the chance to grow, to, to, to grow my mind to be in that, in that vein right there, and I could have been higher. 
You understand what I'm saying? But instead, I was thinking a negative thing about how to steal one of those phones. That was what I was thinking about the whole time. This negative thing, right? Of how to do it, right? But I'm going to tell you, everybody in this world is given a chance. Everybody in this world is given a chance. You just have to recognize it. They're given a chance. Now, as stewards of a chance, you can no longer live as a slave. Now, that's why I'm talking about what happened to me. As stewards of a chance, and when I say stewards, I don't want to jump over nobody here. Stewards mean, you know, you possess it. It's yours. You know, you know, you got it. For a person with a chance, you can no longer think as a slave. I said that 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 little soliloquy that I said before about me thinking about the man's how to steal one of those phones instead of uh, learning about the phones and learning about Enron, even though Enron were kaput, but I don't care about that. I was thinking like a slave. I wasn't thinking, I, I was thinking just right here, right now, and that's it. I was thinking like a slave. As a good steward, man, of, of a chance, if you're a steward of a chance, you can't think like a slave no more, man. You got to have that mentality of a CEO. You don't see it. You don't see it. But you're the CEO, man. For real, for real. But I, I kind of know why some people of us, I'm going to say some of us, don't take advantage of these chances, right? We don't take advantage of these chances. But you're supposed to take advantage of a chance. Now, I heard Damon Dash say something one time. He said, hey, man, being a CEO means sometimes you're going to have to go broke. Sometimes everything going to have to be put into what you're doing. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you what happened with me with this podcast. You see these mics and I got mics under the thing. I got I got lighting, I got programs I'm using, computers, cameras, all kind of stuff, uh, uh, interface, focus right that you can't see. I got mic preamps, two preamps to make it sound a little better. And I put a lot of money into it because I wanted to give you all that I had in a good way. I didn't want it to be, you know, and I had to almost go broke doing it. Not broke, but hey, man, had to have some sacrifices to do that, right? And I took advantage of that chance, man. But let me tell you something. This, this, like I said, if you're a steward of a chance, this is my chance. I can't think like a slave. I got to go all out. I can't think like a slave. I got to go all out. The stewards of a chance, you can no longer think like a slave. Now, I'm going to tell you, some afraid of winning. Some are afraid of winning. They actually will self-sabotage themselves. They will actually self-sabotage. Man, they'll talk themselves right out of it. That's why I say talking yourself out of a miracle. Because you'll talk yourself out of it, self-sabotage yourself, and say, you know what? Hey, man, ain't nobody in my family ever did that. So you know what? Man, forget that, man. I'm going to still be a street dude. I'm a street dude. I'm a street ninja. 
That's what they say. You know what I'm saying? Say, man, it ain't nothing cool to say. Ain't nothing hip to say that you from the streets is okay. You can say that, but it ain't nothing hip. You know what I'm saying? I come from the streets. I'm cut from that club. But it ain't nothing hip. I'm proud of where I'm from. I'm proud of who raised me. I'm proud of that. But understand where I'm going is more important than where I came from. Where I'm going is more important than where I came from. Don't self-sabotage. Don't talk yourself out of what you can have. I'm going to tell you something. It's something that I had back in the days, right? And I didn't realize it until until I was, I guess, about 30, about 32 years old. That's when I realized it, that I had it. It's called an inferiority complex. Now, some people might have a different, uh, you know, uh, definition to it, but I didn't want to be around people that had more money than me. I didn't want to be around people that were more successful than me. So I hung around people that was on my level or people that was below my level. That had less money than me, that had less intelligence than me. So I thought, uh, that's where I felt comfortable. That's where I felt comfortable. I had an inferiority complex. When I got around these people, you know, I'm, I can tell you, I'm going to tell you on a later date, because I got around these people and they, some of them was millionaires and all that stuff. And I was with them on a weekly basis. And I started seeing that, hey, man, them people pretty cool, man. People pretty cool. But he didn't even, didn't even know they was millionaires. It, had, it, it was something about it. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Some are afraid of being blessed. Let that sound crazy, don't it? Some are afraid of being blessed. They fear living on that level. I think it's a like a uh some kind of uh you know, it's some kind of um like responsibility comes with it, and people don't want that type of responsibility. And I see that with dudes that say, oh, well, the reason I'm, uh, you know, on the streets and I'm living like this because, hey, I ain't got no bills. I ain't got no worries that all them got. Look, man, I want the worry. I want it. My homeboy told me one day, he said, man, I ain't got no money, man. I done paid all my bills. Everything is paid for. You know what I'm saying? I said, it sounds like one of them good problems. That sounds like one of them good problems. Because if everything's paid for, hey, man, you straight. The extras will come along. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I'm going to be going over that, you know what I'm saying, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the things that you need, the food, water, and shelter, you need to, you know, have those ready and stuff like that. Don't worry, but this this is for something else. So I'm af afraid of living on that level. They fear living on that level. They don't even want to be blessed because you know why? Because some are addicted to sympathy. <laughs> Man, this is real. Some of y'all are addicted to sympathy. They like when I say, hey, man, you know, I be seeing dudes take pictures in the hospital. I don't know, man. It's cool. I, I mean, you do you. 
I just can't see myself setting up a thing while I'm in the house, but I'm trying to get well. So I'm saying on Facebook, wow, I'm taking a picture. Y'all pray for me. I mean, man, now if somebody else did it, I ain't tripping, but I can't see myself doing it. But that's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm like, you know, maybe I'm tripping. But hey, man, some people are addicted to sympathy, man. They don't want to be better. They don't want to get better. Man, I did a thing about uh, the man at the uh, pool, right? Uh, Jesus tried to heal the man at the pool. You know, he said, do you want to be made whole? And the man said, he didn't say yes. He just said, oh, uh, people keep jumping in front of me when I'm trying to get in the pool when it's, when it's uh, stirred. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going to happen, you know. But do you want to be made whole? He kind of might like that sympathy that he was getting. Some people like that sympathy, man. I don't I, I don't need the sympathy, man. I just need the chance. I just need the opportunity. Get me in there, man. And if I'm knock on the door too many times, I'm going to beat it down, man. And then I'm going to knock it in, man, because I'm determined to get in. I'm determined to get in. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about financial freedom. I'm talking about spiritualism at its highest. I want to be a part of it, man. Cut me in or cut it out. I'm going to be a part of it because you know what? I'm going to say this too, and I know this is going to kill somebody. They have everything to say about it. It's way more people who want it than people that have it. It's way more people that want it than people that have it. And I want to be the ones that have it, man. I want to be one of the ones that have it and not want it. And not to say that that person is not more spiritual than people that have it, that want it. I'm not saying that they're more spiritual. I just want it. I'm being serious. Listen, it's way more people who want it than have it. Now my last thoughts, my last thoughts, man. It's been a great show. My last thoughts. And it's a scripture with my last thoughts, man. Hebrew, Hebrews 11 and 6. It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It's a lot of you use God as a spare tire. You use God every day with your money on it and God we trust, but you don't really trust him. You use him as a spare tire. God, get me out of this and then I'll praise you. Now, praise him first, and then maybe he'll keep you out of those things. Let me tell you why I did that scripture, because these are my last thoughts. There are two choices in life you have. Be a part of the mediocre many or the fantastic few. Be a part of the mediocre many or the fantastic few. I'm going to say it over again. You got two choices in life. You got two choices in life. Be a part of the mediocre many or the fantastic few. I'm going to take the latter. 
There are no, it's no elevators in life, man. You got to take the stairs, man. You got to take the stairs. Sometimes, man, things ain't going to happen how you want it to happen. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a story in the Bible about Elijah and when this man, his uh, servant was sick, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to go see Elijah and he was like, man, I'm, if I get to see Elijah, he's going to heal my servant. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to pick him up. You know what I'm saying? Take him to my servant. My servant is back at the high and he messed up. You know what I'm saying? And Elijah finally comes out, you know, he don't even come out the house and he, he, another dude come out and tell him like, look, Elijah say, take your, uh, uh, go to this river right here. You know what I'm saying? That's where you go get your healing at. And so the river wasn't even back toward where he was going to the house. He was like, man, there's seven rivers, seven lakes on the way back to the house. Why you pick one of them? Hey, we want it how we want it. We don't want it how God want it. God is telling us, hey, do A, B, C, D. You like, man, why can't I just hop to D? Why can't I just hop to D? Two choices be a part of the mediocre many or the fantastic few. I'm going to go back to the scripture. I'm going to go back to the scripture, man, because this scripture is so real. Zechariah 4.10, don't despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Start. Start. Start it, y'all. Don't have an identity crisis. Capture your thoughts and negativity. Take advantage of a chance. Hey, when you get that chance, man, don't think like a slave no more, man. Stay away from self-sabotage, man. Self-sabotage, and I'm not saying that other people talk about you. Yeah, other people might talk, hey, man, that's not a good idea. If you let it get in your head, it's your fault. You self-sabotaging, man. I had an inferiority complex. That's why I say some are afraid to be blessed. Some have fear of living on that top, man, on that level, because they don't like the responsibility, because some are addicted to sympathy. Hey, it's way more people that want it than have it, and I want to be the one that have it, man. Like I said, you got two choices. Be a part of the mediocre many or the fantastic few. I'm going to say that scripture over again. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely and sincerely seek him. Right? Scripture says, this is real important. Now, when the scripture says this, seek him, seek him. The last words in this thing, God exists. You believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. If those who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. He said in a row, humble themselves, pray, seek my face, then turn from your wicked ways. He didn't say turn from your wicked way because I see a lot of people say, man, I'm going to come to God when I get my stuff together. You'll never get it together. God come and then he'll clean you up. Just come. We all do something that God's not pleased with every day. I know these seasoned saints don't want me to say that. We are all sinners that are saved by grace. But look, that don't mean keep on sinning and acting a fool. 
That means get it together, man. You know you wrong. So get it together. Say, man, it is impossible to, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Hey, man, this is serious. You want to be a fool all your life, man? No, don't be a fool. You should seek God. And he will sincerely reward you, though, too. Hey, man, I just want to say thank y'all, man. I had to get out of here, man. I could talk all day about this subject, man, talking yourself out of a blessing, man. Because, hey, I done talked myself out a whole bunch of blessings, I'm going to tell you, man. But I'm not going to do that no more. Maybe I can miss out on some things, but I'm not going to miss out on my blessings, though. No more. I might even miss out on some parties or something, but I'm not going to miss out on my blessings, right? Man, I want to shout out to all my new subscribers on YouTube, all my new subscribers. Man, we are so overjoyed that you let us in your place, josiashouseministries.com, josiashouseministries.com. Parade and peruse through there, man, and help us get uh, ex-felons acclimated back into society, man. We getting clothes, we getting IDs, we getting them back into society, man. We helping them navigate through this thing man cause that's what we supposed to do be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ man thank y'all so much man 007 man the progression podcast man look us up on anywhere that podcasts are available man our Apple Samsung uh, Spotify we there man the progression podcast